Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to What's Next Kentucky Radio, hosted by myself, Mario Maitland, and my co-host, Malik Winfrey. Yo, 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 yo. Yes, sir. We're here. We're here for our first episode. You're listening to WLXU 93.9 FM, ladies and gentlemen. What's Next Kentucky Radio? What are we about? I'm your host, like I said, Mario Maitland. Uh, I'm a, basically a podcast host in the Lexington, Kentucky area uh, for What's Next Podcast. I work alongside Malik Winfrey, who is the producer for our podcast. Um, our podcast basically talks, you know, we interview f- athletes, entrepreneurs, musicians, whatever the case may be. Um, we cover, you know, a whole lot of good stuff on that podcast. Now we're doing this radio show. Um, and, you know, What's Next Kentucky, it's a spinoff of the podcast, right, Malik? We're, we're excited to, to get this thing on the road. Uh, a little bit about What's Next Kentucky, since, you know, this is the first time you guys are actually listening to us. Um, we're going to be talking about a lot of different things, sports, culture, hot topics in our world today, um, uh, current events in the Lexington, Kentucky area. So it's going to be a lot of different things that we're going to be talking about, Malik. I'm extremely excited to get this thing on the road. I know you are. <laughs> I'm very excited. I, honestly, I'm going to go ahead and be honest. I think we like, you know, what makes us us is just being real and authentic. And, you know, For sure. by the time they hear this, I'm going to be honest straight to it. This is our second time recording. Let me <laughs> they know. But, you know, we're back here. We're back to do it again. Of course, First man. episode, second time recording. Yeah. You know, we're here to get it right. Let's start. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Of course, man. Oh, practices. Practice is always good to have, man. But, yeah, first first episode, pilot episode, we're going to get into a lot of different things. Um, I like to inform my audience uh, a little bit about, who, you know, who, who they're listening to, right? You know, you, you're listening to this radio show, but wh- wh- who are you listening to, right? Myself, I'm a, a recent Kentucky grad um, of the University of Kentucky. Um, I, like I said, I'm the podcast host right now. Uh, that I interview a lot of different people from different avenues and different cultures um, it, within the society of Kentucky. Um, Malik, talk a little bit about uh, yourself and what man, you're doing. Just, just entering the club, you know, upcoming uh, Kentucky grad, you know, getting on your side of the field, you know, yep. entering just in the world of media, graduating as a business major, but, yep. you know, learning Stepping from the other side of just the podcast, from being behind the scenes to here on the other side with you on the radio. So, sure. you know, a lot of things are changing. You know, we're steady learning and growing. You learning and you growing. step it away. That's what it's about. That's what it's about. It's about learning and growing, man. Um, uh, Kentucky, we're both about to be Kentucky grads, right? Um, shout out to any Kentucky graduates that's that's going to be, um, you know, graduating from the University of Kentucky next week. Mm. Shout out to you guys, man. You guys, you, you worked your your butts off on on throughout your four years of undergrad or however, if you're you know get graduating with your masters or whatever the case may be, man. Um, I tip my hat off to you guys, man, because a lot of hard work goes into studying and and being a college student. I know, you know, yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. I know. But yeah, I tip my hat off to you guys, man. Make sure you guys, you know, be feel proud and and, and, um, be ready to, you know, get outside and and have an impact on your world. Um, But yeah, let's talk a little bit about life after college since we're on a a college uh, college topic anyways. uh, uh, How do you I guess like like my real question uh, and everybody asks this, you get asked this all the time as a student, you know, uh, your faculty always ask this like, you know, how do you live your life after college, right? Right. I, I want to know, like, like <laughs> you, you don't have to get into your personal details, Malik. You don't have to put yourself out there like that. But, like, what's your mindset like, I guess, as as a 
a, a, a guy that's about to graduate, man, it can be scary because I've been there before. But I guess, like, what, what are you thinking? Like, how does that feel? What are you thinking? And, and, and elaborate on that. Uh, honestly, I think just from the podcast, you know, I learned just a lot of different things. But just general life experience, you know, at the college, you know, it, it come from learning uh just a different thing of it's not really what you know but who you know yeah, you know it's so it's a lot that, of networking a lot, a lot of, of networking the world of networking <laughs> just with the podcast you're like oh wait hold on this this is you know meeting so many people and networking sure. and connecting you like you know it could get you different places and for sure just even within whatever it is you can name it sports or you know tv media whatever it is you know yeah. networking goes a long way man networking you know? is crazy like you you even talked about like the the podcast that we have a lot of people don't know about the what's next podcast um but yeah like we've interviewed and sat down with with likes of 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 athletes like Ron Howard who's playing in the WNBA now, Reed Shepard who's coming here uh, in, in less than two months to, to, to play for Kentucky, Chris Livingston on shout his out way Chris Livingston shout on out his way to, Chris to the Liv- NBA draft shout, shout, out. <laughs> shout out to Chris man, I like that kid man, he's a good dude um, uh, Keaton Wade I mean with no, that's just the athlete side of things, you know we, we've talked to musicians, DJ Knockout you know who's doing his thing here in the Lexington Kentucky area, uh, Chase Abrams, shout out to those guys um, but yeah, like like you said, we kind of got to you know see up close and personal of, of of what we you know been hearing from these guys, and then we get to apply it to our lives, right? So it's it's really cool what we're doing here. Um, but yeah, like life after college is great for networking. I think that's one of the, the biggest things is networking and building your connection, building your brand, finding out who you are at the core once you leave college. Because obviously you might you might be someone different in college, but when you get out in, in the outside world, like you, you get to understand that you're actually one person. You're one. You're that one person compared to the seven million people on the planet. Like, that's a that's a real thing. Like college, you might not expect that, right? You think so yeah, I mean, you in your own community in college, right? You know everybody, and and you know you got your friends, your group of friends that you hang out with, and all that, and and you know your 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 activities that you like to do. And when you get out to the real world, I think it's like for me at least when I graduated, you understand like, hey man, like I'm the one person. Like I'm one person in seven million people that's on this planet, um, and then like you, you, it's freedom. Freedom is there's a lot more freedom even when you, yeah, when you get to college it's freedom, but when you get out like there's like there's even more freedom because like college is structured like in a sense you still got structure in college, but when in the real world it's a lot different. I think it's just a cycle, you know. For sure, you know you start. No matter where where you go, you start. Let's say high school. You start as you know. You come to high school. You're the little fish in the big pond. You know, yeah, no, yeah. don't know nobody. Start from zero, know? and then you just you know you gotta go and you get to the top, and then boom, you do it again in college. Small that's, fish, that's big pond. You know, and thing. then you graduate. Do it again. That's small fish, thing. big pond. Especially when you move somewhere else, people take on you know opportunities outside of their city or state, and you know it's just like oh here you go again. Nah, that's you a know? real thing. That's a real thing. Um, like, let's talk a little bit about like uh, like I said for people listening on WLXU 93.9 right now this is What's Next Kentucky Radio um, like I said we're going to talk about different topics uh, stuff going on in the area of Lexington uh, sports culture music um, so like we're going to move on to our next segment I want to talk a little bit about Kentucky basketball we're here in Lexington Kentucky you cannot be in Lexington Kentucky without this talking about Kentucky basketball like it's it's everywhere um Kentucky basketball is going to Canada, right? They're 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 um, they'll be playing in uh, the basketball tournament in in July as you know the Cats are 
headed to Canada to represent Team USA in the 2023 Global Jam in Toronto. How excited are you for that, Malik? Uh, honestly, I'm, I didn't even know about this. I know about the uh, <laughs> the matchup now, the scheduled matchups between Michigan. I'm I'm just learning of this, the yeah. you know Global Jam in Toronto. Uh, I was, was going to say, like, I, I've noticed, uh, I guess it's like a, a ritual for, you know, Coach Cal to bring the team to, to different destinations in the summertime, whether it's Bahamas. I know they went to Bahamas last year and a few years back, and now they're going to uh, Canada. I think Duke went to Canada a few years back as well with that R.J. Barrett and Zion Williamson team. But now we're bringing our guys you know, here, number one recruiting class. Um, I guess, like, what do you expect um, from Kentucky Wildcats? Are we getting four straight dubs? Are we getting the four straight Ws when we get into Canada? Uh, man, no promise. You know, I'm a, I'm a take what we can get type of guy, you know. Uh, you know, even though it's number one recruiting class. You yeah, know, that recruiting to class. To be honest, we're, it's UK, though. UK, you expect so much more. Let's be honest, like. Coach Cal, I, I would think like he done brought at least three championships to UK by now, you know. Nah, for sure. He done had all the guys from Anthony Davis to John Wall to like Cat. He really had Carl Anthony Towns and Devin Booker. Like Devin Booker really just went off for a forty ball yesterday. Nah, and, yeah. You know, like it's like wow, he couldn't win a championship with those guys. So I'm not expecting much, you know. I'm gonna just you know let it play out. I'm one of those people like I'm not too quick to hop on Coach Cal. You know, I just kind of let it play out and see what happens. So you talked about, like, so many uh, different guys coming to Coach Cal, whether it's Anthony Davis, Devin Booker, uh, Jamal Murray, and a whole bunch of guys. They're all in the playoffs right now pretty much. Uh, (laughs) But, like, like those guys coming in, like, what do you expect for the guys that are actually coming in? I mean, DJ Wagner, Justin Edwards, um, uh, Aaron Bradshaw, Rob Dillingham, who's a human highlight reel, Reed Shepard, who we actually got the chance to, you know, talk to on an episode, good guy. um, what, what I guess like are you who are you most excited for you know going into to this upcoming year? Uh, you know, to just be different, you know, but non biased. You know, I'm kind of excited for Reed Shepard. You know, I really, oh, yeah, I really guy. like his game. Uh, I know you're a big fan. You're you a big fan, <laughs> especially at watching him. You know, the McDonald's game. You know, he just kind of just lets the game come to him. You know, but I'm kind of excited by all these guys. You know, I'm kind of you know familiar. I didn't see a few of these guys play. I like their game. Uh, Rob Dillingham, DJ Wagner, these guys like these guys can really play. You know, for some young guys. You know, and it's it's crazy to say to think like, wow, we like you know, like you say you know, uh, to think of them as kids. It's like, wow, you know, look how old we are. Like, yeah, you yeah, know, I, but, that shows how old we get. Right? Like, yeah, like, <laughs> it's like, wow, he's. It's like he's just eighteen. <laughs> like I know, it's like, crazy. But uh, yeah, you know. Yeah, I, I think it's gonna be interesting. I like, I like uh, DJ Wagner is gonna be. You know, I, I think I talked to you about this a few months back. I was like, man, that kid, he has so much motor. Like he has that motor. You know, I think that's right. what we were missing last. You know, last uh, last season. You know, we had a whole bunch of guys. You know, talented guard play and Kaysom Wallace, but we didn't have that. That guy with that motor. I think DJ Wagner is gonna fill that hole. Um, I'm excited for Reed as well. I think Rob Dillingham. I, I think he's the most fascinating one. A guy who you know he's not coming from a high school. He's coming from a, a, a professional league. Um, uh, I guess like, what do you expect from him? Do you, are you expecting him to be a one and done guy? Uh, you know, honestly, I think so. But uh, I'm just you know curious to you know what how does what role he would play. You know. Um, just his size. I know he's a you know technically an undersized guard. Yeah, he's you know, undersized. But I, so I'm just curious to you know where he'd be. You know, feels me personally. I would play him at the two. You know, with DJ Wagner at the one. Yeah. You know, just put him in that uh 
I guess that Malik Monk role, you know. I was gonna say, like, you know, Cal you know, Cal likes to do that um, you know, uh two point guard package with you know, whether he's doing it with Ashton Higgins and Tyrese Maxey. I think that's or, the guy you just gotta give him the green light. You just gotta, yeah. you, gotta let him, <laughs> you know, you just can't limit him. You know, yeah, I you love him. He, he really can go. dribble and you just gotta just be like, you know, let 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 him go. You know, let you can't go. get on him too much, you know, he may no, come with sure. a few turnovers, but you just gotta let him be him, you know, it's gonna help and I work agree. I you know, agree. along I the think, way. I think um yeah, I think I think it's gonna be exciting to see these guys, um, how they adapt to the college game. Um, I I, I want to talk a little bit about, and we're we're about to go on break here because we're gonna have to go on break. But I I seen something on uh, social media, and it was very funny. I think it was Twitter or Facebook. I'm not sure. I don't remember what what it was, but it was like it was a comparison. It was a comparison post between UConn and Kentucky. UConn they just won the national championship. Uh, congratulations to those guys. But uh, I I. I I want to before we even get into it let's go on break right let, let's right. get the let's go on break when we come back what we're going to do we're going to talk about Yukon versus Kentucky some people's probably thinking like you can't even compare the two cuz Kentucky's you know blue blood <laughs> <laughs> yeah but we got some stats we got some stats that we we're going to talk about a little bit about we'll talk about that Yukon versus K- Kentucky and then we'll talk a little bit about the the obvious elephant in the room of you know what what happened to the Kentucky Wildcats this past last season? Um, we'll talk a little bit about that. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to WLXU 93.9 FM. You're listening to What's Next Kentucky Radio. We'll be right back after this break. to WLXU 93.9 FM. This is What's Next Kentucky Radio. I'm your host, Mario Maitland, um, with my co-host Malik Winfrey. We're back. Talk a little bit about Kentucky basketball. Uh, if you don't know us, like I said, we're a radio show here in the Lexington community. You know, we're talking, we're gonna be talking about sports, music, culture, whatever. Whatever's going on in the Lexington, Kentucky area or national, you know, national perspective as well. So let's get right into it, Malik. <sighs> Kentucky basketball, we talked about them going to Canada and what we expect to see from those guys and coming freshmen, um, number one recruiting class. UConn, I, I, like I said, I seen this post <laughs> with UConn versus Kentucky. It said that this post was like, uh, I guess it was saying that UConn has, UConn is what Kentucky should have been according to the last five years, which is very funny. I seen it and I stopped and I was like, huh, let me, let me, <laughs> let me dig a little bit into that. I mean, let's look at the comparisons though. Like UConn, they've been to six Final Fours. They've just won the championship, national championship. Shout out to those guys. And uh, they're five-time national champions. Kentucky, they've made, you know, 17 
final four appearances, which is impressive. Um, they've won eight national titles. Um, I guess, like, Malik, like, what do you think about that? Like, is that even a valid comparison comparing UConn to Kentucky's prestige? I mean, I know UConn just won the championship, and we haven't seen one since, you know, a very long time. But <laughs> I guess that we've lost one to UConn. Um, but uh, is that a valid comparison? You, you know, uh, this makes me think of... Uh you know, it was not that long ago. Uh, someone told me they're like, you know, they're like, I can't stand Coach Cal. They're like, I'm like, what? He's like, you know, uh, here I am graduating, and we haven't even seen the Sweet 16 or Final Four. I was like, now I just sat there and thought about it. And I was like, you know, so shout out to the the classes of 2019, 28. <laughs> those those guys right there, you know, never seeing the Sweet 16. You know, just thinking of that, I was like, oh wait, you know. Uh, I believe like their was that their first year we had the COVID year, you know, Tyrese Maxey and them. Yeah. Then followed by uh, you know, the I think it was like eleven wins, you know. Oh, that was crazy. That was a bad that year was, and that year was crazy. You know, man. a first round elimination last year and uh followed by a second round this year. So, you know, shout out to them guys. They fought through the struggle, you know, not expected by Blue Blood School. I know. You know, uh you nah. know, people expect so much more. Nah, uh, fans the, I'm a Kentucky fan, but you got Kentucky fans that are even more hardcore, you know, that are you You're know, talking about the fire coach Cal fans. Yeah, <laughs> those those fans. Yeah, you know, bring the, the signs to Rep Arena. Media all day, you know. Every game he lose, you know he can't coach. <laughs> you know, like but it can't be anyone else's when fault. He, when yeah. he wins, is you know, Coach Cal is starting to figure out what, what to do with them guys. You know, it's up and down. You know, it can't Kentucky be fans are the true fair weather fans. You know, when yeah. they win, we should have won, and when they lose. Someone's got to go. Somebody's <laughs> got to get the blame. Someone's got to go. Blame. He's an easy scapegoat. Like I we said, can so. you really blame 18-year-olds? Can you blame him, though? Like, like I, the, my thing is, like, you, you blame Coach Cal, but, like, you're not – you have no clue of what's going on in between the lines. You don't know, like, like what's like what's the actual, you know, what, situation, right, of the players and the coaches. Like, like sometimes the, the, the coaches might be saying the right things and the players might just I'll not be listening. This. I'll like, say this. If UK can get Hunter Dickinson from Michigan. Oh, yeah. He's, he's, he's a big one. He's a big one. I think, one. Uh, what is it? It's like he's supposed to be coming here soon to take a visit. If they I can think he's here Hunter as we Dickinson, speak. I think he's here as we speak. Yeah. I think that, that'll be the difference. You know, that, that age and wisdom go a long way. You know, it goes a long way surrounded so, by 18-year-olds. So, let me ask you this, Malik. <laughs> what? You say Hunter Dickerson, and uh, I've seen a lot of uh, social media posts stating that, you know, Hunter, Hunter Dickerson wants to come here, but it's depending on, you know, the big O, if, if he's coming back here, if, if she if she weighs coming back here. Who would you rather have? Would you rather have our, you know, National Player of the Year in Oscar, or would you want to turn the page okay. on Oscar and try to, you know, you know, try a little bit with these new freshmen and Hunter Dickerson along with them? Uh, you know, uh you know, me knowing a few of the guys on the team currently. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Shout out, shout out Severe Wheeler. Shout out to Severe uh, Wheeler. I'm going to use his quote, you know, Oscar is the greatest rebounder to ever play in the game of, college, game basketball. of college basketball. Like, yeah, that's true. But, no, I do not want him to return. I'd rather take Hunter Dickinson. Uh, why, I don't think there's. Why is that though? Why? Why? Get into a little bit more detail. Why I don't do you think, think there's no more that he can? Really he can do. Give you think he, the, he's yeah. do his time? Okay. You know, I think you know. Just honestly, you know, he's he's reached his max here. You know, his growth, you know, can only be stunted by returning another year, and that doesn't say nothing about to his 
to you know him personally, but I, just to his nah, game. No, nah, I understand. You know? I, I love Oscar. I love what he's doing and what type of person he is. But uh, I, I wasn't actually a fan of him coming back the, after the first year. I thought that you know he kind of should have just went after being that national player of the year and maybe you know tip his feet into the water, maybe in, you know some draft expectations or whatever the case may be. But uh, uh, I wasn't a fan of him coming back. You know that second year. You know I thought it would you know do a lot more damage to him personally um, compared to, you know, rather than, you know, just leaving after that first year he got here. But, uh, yeah, Hunter Dickerson should be that. I'm excited. I hope we can get a guy like that. Uh, honestly, I think, uh, you know, and it speaks to his game. I don't think there's too much he can really grow into his game. <laughs> yeah. You know, that that doesn't say too much, you know. I'm sure, you know. You, you know, just, I mean, you just said he's, he was the he's best a, rebounder in college basketball. You know, that, it doesn't do too much to Hunter Dickerson game, you know. Yeah. But I think it could show, you know, to scouts, you know. Yeah. Just his uh, leadership skills, you definitely, know. Definitely if he helps. Can, if he can lead these young guys, you know. Helps Hunter Dickerson. Lead eight Sweet 16 appearance. Yeah, it would sure. speak a lot about, you know. Because his game really speaks for itself, you know. He's, no, for sure. I don't have to say it, but he's no scrub. No, he's, <laughs> he's not. He's definitely not. I think, and that's that's where it's going to help him. Like, Kentucky's a much bigger stage than Michigan, right? You know, yeah. him coming to Kentucky, you know, you get that exposure. He can show, you know, what he's capable of on that big stage. Um, I think it, it, it definitely helps Hunter more than it would help Oscar, for sure. Let's talk a little bit about the – I guess we can address the elephant in the room, right? Uh, what went wrong with Kentucky basketball this last season? I hate to bring up, you know, such a sad time for, for many Kentucky fans, but, you know, let's talk a little bit about it. You know, that's the only way we can, you know, uh, figure out, you know, not to make that same mistake again, <laughs> falling out in the first or second round. What do you think went wrong? I'll, I'll let you go first, Malik, and then I'll, I'll share my thoughts. Uh, let's be honest, you know. <laughs> So it's probably where I would attack Cal, you know. Okay. Yeah. You know, okay. Uh, I think I could put a better get together a better roster on 2K, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh you know, and it, it's just like I say, I think it's just fit. I say it all the time, you know, it's all about fit. And I fit? I think those guys, you know, it doesn't it's not to speak to their talent or you know, their skill level. They're obviously, you know, guys who compete on the high level. Right. You know. Um you know, and, you know, seeing that some of the guys on the team, you know, like we said, Oscar returned, you know, you got a uh, top in, you know, there were a lot of older guys, you know, but it's just speaking again, once again, to the fit, you know, you know, Severe Wheeler was a senior, but it's just, it's the fit, you know, making just because these guys are, you know, their game may seem, you know, ahead of the other guys around them. It's very difficult to get. And I think. Uh, a group of guys to click together as one. I think I think that's why we see a lot of guys, you know, who transfer, and then as soon as they transfer again to a different system, they might fit better at that system or with those players. You see, guy like see a guy like Bryce Hopkins, who's you know uh, gets the Providence, you know, becomes that dude, or Johnny Jazang goes to UCLA and becomes that dude, you know. So I think, uh, yeah, you, you're kind of right. I agree I, with you. Like I, I feel like the I'm fit just saying, has look a lot at, to look do at with the it. champions. Look at the past champions, man. I I think of Villanova, and I think about those guys and the roster and the fit. Yep. You know, it's really— Those guys play it, together. It's yeah. not really one really one star. One superstar, yeah. It's not really one star. We think of uh, DiVincenzo, even yeah. in the NBA. No one thought, like, oh, he's going to be a star. There's nothing, that says sure. nothing to about his game. You know, he had a great game in the National Championship game against Michigan. Yeah. Um, but— that it just speaks to just you know Jalen Brunson and all those different guys you man, know he's killing he's killing it on yeah the he's, yeah he's, he's killing sorry Cavs but uh, 
But yeah, like those those guys, like you know, uh, what's the other guys? Josh Hart, you know, Josh Hart. They're, yeah. they're really good. They're good guys who can buy into a system. I don't and. I don't think we've seen a superstar college basketball player win a title besides, I guess, Anthony Davis. But I don't even know, was he the superstar for you know, us? Well, was he really the let's superstar? Let's be honest. He was, like, uh, he, was, he was a great defender, but, you know, I mean, like the guy, the main guy, I guess. And, and it's weird to say, you know, but sometimes we forget. We think Anthony Davis today, 25. We want to expect 25-10 easily. He yeah. he's wake up, roll his eyes, don't stretch, get 25-10 Easy. in the NBA. And Easy. you know what's crazy? We forget Anthony Davis when he was here. He wasn't even an offensive guy. He was the leader of the defense. He wasn't. He was the leader of the defense. <laughs> so and it, and it was the fit. It and it goes and it goes back to what you said. Like it's the fit, and you know it's all about you know you might have a team that fits better, and they more likely to win if you look at the past champions. How many top draft picks that are are, are number one picks? I guess generational talent draft picks that have won a title, not a national title. You look at Kevin Durant, didn't win. You can look at. Who else? I guess. I mean, he wasn't even top pick. He wasn't was Greg Oden. Ben, ben <laughs> Simmons didn't, didn't even make the tournament, and he was the top pick in his yeah. draft class. I mean, you can look at the the even look at Zion and his 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 guys. Zion, R.J. Barrett, um, uh, Cam Reddish. There was a loaded team, and they didn't even they didn't even w- make it to Final Four. Honestly, you know, to be honest, uh, I guess weirdly enough, those guys fit in the weirdest way. Yeah, you know, and it wasn't even like. System basketball, it reminded me of uh, Miami Heat. Yeah, it was. Uh, like, Miami Heat basketball. You, yeah, it was your like, turn. Your yeah, turn. isolation. We got three guys better than your three guys your or your five guys. And, yeah. You know, we think about, you know, even like, uh, what is it? Uh, what's Jones? What's that? Uh, Tyus Jones? No, was not, it Tyus not Jones? Tyus. It was his younger brother. Uh, yeah. I, I can't remember. But, I can't remember. You know, we either. think of him and it's like, uh, he didn't do it too much, you know? Sure. They, they were they were kind of support players. Yeah, like, yeah. And, uh, you know, but the last time I could think of a uh, fit, you know, crazy enough to think it, it was Coach Cal, you know? It was probably Coach uh, Cal. We're going to think back to Coach Cal with the platoon squad. Oh, uh, yeah. That team was amazing. Carl Anthony Towns, like I said, Devin Booker. We, did, we didn't win it all. And, we didn't did even win it all. It all. <laughs> did we not. didn't even win it all, which is a heartbreaker. I mean, we were 38 no. I, I think I was talking to uh, EJ Florell and Dominique Hawkins about that that squad, and I think EJ, he was talking, we, we, were, we were talking so much about, you know, how they felt like they, they were kids, but they were having fun. And they felt unified, you know. That, they, was a, that was a team. That was a squad. You know, we, like I said, I think so. they were saying, like, just think, like, Devin Booker came off the bench. Man. Tyler Ulis came off the bench. These guys yeah. were sacrificing the win. This is like, you know. That's and that's that, not, fit. that goes back to your fit. You, it know, goes, it has to, you have to be able to fit into your role if you're going to be. It's nothing to get five guys together, you know. It's, yeah. it's, it's to get them work as a collective. Yep, exactly. You know? And I guess that's where the coach comes in, you know. So I guess that's once again I guess why that's the where your, fire I, coach Cal train always <laughs> is running. You know, I guess so. I guess I mean I, I don't know. I don't want to just blame it on Cal because I don't know exactly what's going on in those locker rooms or you know what's the issue there. But it's like, it's hard not to because you know he's the guy that represents the team. And then when you look on paper, he's like, how do you yeah. not win with guys like De'Aaron Fox and Malik Monk? How do you gonna, not? How do you not win with those it, guys? It goes. You know, every time it's gonna roll back to him. Yeah, You're exactly. gonna be like, it's gonna gonna, roll back. If you say, hey, th- those guys are young. They're gonna say, well, why didn't he bring in some older guys? You know, no matter what, and, that, and that's what he's doing now, right? We're seeing him use the transfer portal a lot more. He's looking for older guys like Hunter Dickerson, um, guys like him to 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 come in and give some you know maturity on the court. Honestly, I got an off the cuff question. What 
So what would be your favorite UK team? Favorite UK team? I got to go with the – I'll give you my top three. I love I love Deer Fox and Malik Monk. Uh, those guys and Briscoe. That team was man. If it wasn't for Luke don't May, Bam. If it wasn't, yeah. Don't forget Bam. You know, no, Luke May. Bam put him out in that game. Man, man, I thought we were right there. Very clutch. We were right shot. there. Kill, a, that's a killer. I know Lexington was was, a, was down that whole. I night. remember that shot. I'm, uh, I was like, he shot that. I know. I know. We counted. That's March you know, Madness. It was for you, the right? shot before. Don't forget the Malik Monk shot before. That was very crazy. Malik Monk. Who? Uh, yeah. So I, I like the Monk and the Fox. I like the platoon squad. That was a very talented team i like uh, i really like ashton hagens and and uh, uh tyrese maxi they didn't get a chance to give a run at, at, at that ncaa tournament due to covid i think they would have made some noise they're they're pretty good you know they're definitely pretty good they finished number one i think uh for the regular season champs for that year i thought they had a chance well, they probably weren't wasn't the most talented team in the nation but you know how the ncaa tournament works all about, it's all about making a run one game the matchups you get in the tournament that matters as well i think they had a chance they definitely had a chance so who got at number one who you got i got i got you can't i got platoon i mean platoon that the talent from you know the top of the paper to the the bottom of the paper you can't can't beat that team i think naturally i would just say fox and monk but uh i think uh john wall knows i'm gonna be honest i'm I'm gonna go with i'm gonna go with john wall just because you know i remember i was in uh sixth grade you know (laughs) And I didn't even live in Kentucky. He was doing the John Wall, though. Here I was as a kid in Detroit, Michigan. I had the uh, half blue and white sleeve. Everyone, if if you were a basketball (laughs) player, you had, you you were not cool if you wasn't rocking the the half color sleeve. (laughs) Man, bro, I remember seeing that in Dick Sporting. You're like, yeah, dad, I I, I need this. Like, Tell them like I'm gonna I'm gonna go score twenty now. Till this day, till this day, <laughs> I had the day. I had the zigzags. <laughs> till this day, I, I remember having that sleeve. Um, but yeah, John Wall, man, he he was just different for the culture in, in general. But yeah, I guess I guess like is that your favorite UK guy overall? Is like John Wall? Is that your favorite UK player ever? You know, uh, it's really enough. You know, like I said, I I guess just you know just uh, nostalgic. You know, thinking back, but. You know, but in terms of watching, because mm-hmm. still to this day, I love to watch some Isaiah Briscoe. Ah, uh, yeah, like, Briscoe's a he's, like, he was, and he got a lot of bash though. That's the crazy thing. He got a lot of bash from Kentucky fans. Like a lot of his shooting ability. Yeah, and, I'll bash and, it too. <laughs> but you're bashing hey, too. Hey, but he was fun hey, to watch. Can't, can't, can't nobody hold a candle to that guy when it comes to dribbling that ball. No, nah, he can't guard. Can't can't, can't guard. You know, sometimes no it, it's a couple carries in there, but you know, it's, as you know, let the old people tell it. Every, everyone is everybody's carrying. It. Yeah, that's a, <laughs> that's a fact. I, Briscoe was special for sure. Um, I, I guess my favorite guy. I mean, thinking about it, is Tyler Ewis. Um, you know, he's a big time guy. I guess you know to take that that leap from he's his like freshman little year. Guy. Yeah, I mean, he's that's because ta- like, you're little. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I guess so. Yeah. You know, look, look, you like look. that. You like the feisty. The <laughs> guy. I, I like the fight. <laughs> he's like, yeah, that's me. That's me. I, I like the, the like feistiness. The mighty mouse. I like the feistiness, man. I think, I think we're not going out without a fight. That's you. We can't. I mean, if you, you're a small guy in the court, you, you got to. You got to bring that you dog. You got to talk. You got to bring that dog. You got to yeah. bring that dog. I think um, everyone likes a dog. Yeah. yeah. Who doesn't, right? What, what, why can't you get that in the big man? You don't I, get that in the bigs no we, more. You never see them bigs. Yeah. I mean. It's because they shoot the three. Who's one? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, they're shooting the three down. I, I can't think of one guy. Uh, Shaq. 
I guess Shaq. <laughs> I guess Shaq's the only. Wait, that's so long ago. That's so long ago. The, so today's long ago. NBA, who's the guy with the dog? Gobert, maybe? Uh, nah, he's got jokes. <laughs> I guess Embiid. I mean, uh, I, I don't know. We're, we got to move on, though, to our you know our last segment um, before we you know close out this episode. We got Keeneland, you know, coming into an end this weekend. Um, always a fun time, you know, for anyone who, who's, you know, visiting Lexington. You know, you got, you know, millions of people who come to just Lexington just for Keeneland. Um, it's not um, even Derby week yet. It's not coming even Derby. Up, yeah, coming up, coming up. You know, that's Kentucky for you, right? Um, I guess, like, uh, are you going to Keeneland this weekend, Malik? Like, uh, what? what is it looking like? Nah. <laughs> yeah, he got jokes. As he said, he, he's reading off the script. And he's like, ah, I know he's going to say no. <laughs> I know. I know. I know you're not going. I know. I don't think I'm going either. I can't remember the last time I went to Keeneland. But I guess, uh, like, man. Are you the lucky guy? You know, you you go you get into Keeneland. You know, are you that guy that's winning all the bets? Like, are you are you that guy? Or are you the guy that's coming home? Like, man, I can't believe I spent seventy dollars on some horses today. Nah, I think I'm the guy with like you know just like ah, I'm just do it because five dollars on just for the experience. five dollars on horse three. Then it turns out you know the five dollars wins twenty two dollars. I'm like, damn, I should have put more. <laughs> that's <laughs> I hate that feeling. I hate that feeling. Like, I I can't. I wonder what like what's the highest someone has ever won at Keeneland that obviously it's probably got to be in a million somewhere but like what do you do at that point when you win that much money what what's the first thing you do when you're winning like two mil three mil whatever the case may be like you get that million dollars like what do you do I'm an un- unselfish guy I, I always like no matter what like are you, you giving know, me half am I, I getting half of that I, I, oh man what <laughs> Man, we're going crazy, man. I'm telling you, like, I already, like, you know, just even with sports gambling, I'm just like, you know, I win $100, $200. I always tell my friend, like, hey, hey come love. on. We're going to get food. It's on me. That's like, love. You, you got to you gotta yeah. uh, so put the team on your back, you know, spread the love to the team. I love it. I love it. I don't know what I'm – I'm probably – I don't know, man. Uh, and our part is, like, you don't want anybody to know because, you know, when people know, everyone's going to be calling your phone, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> It's on D and D. It's on D and D. It's on D and D, man. We're gonna wrap this one up, man. We're gonna close out the show, man. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to us on the radio. To what's next, Kentucky's you know pilot episode uh, with myself, Mario Maitland, with my co-host Malik Winfrey. It's been an absolute blast. Stay tuned. Like I said, thank you for listening to Radio Lex WLXU 93.9 FM. We're signing off. Your host, Mario Malin, Malik Winfrey, coming to you again next Thursday.